Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Doug, along with Brad. Hello! And this week we were sent a code for Red Faction Remarsterd Edition. Red Faction Gorilla Remarsterd. Which just sounds... It, it sounds like Marsterd. Yeah, it's neat in print, not so much trying to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a poop on the surface of Mars. Um, so the Remarsterd... <laughs> So the Remastered Edition, uh, which is, I guess the, the game is published by THQ Nordic, but I don't think it was the original publisher, uh, maybe just the original THQ game. And I believe the original game was made by Volition, which I yeah. know you're actually a fan of because you like the Saints Row games, right? I do. And well, I like I didn't get into Saints Row 1 or 2, but Saints Row 3 and 4 I really liked. And this was actually the game they did right before Saints Row 3, mm. um, which you can definitely feel when you play it. It plays a lot like Saints Row, like a really lot like Saints Row. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't. I never. I actually never thought of it like that. Yeah, it really. It, it is a very science fiction heavy Saints Row. No, so I guess on that point. So if like if we're looking from the lens of like a Saints Row, so Saints Row is like an open world game where you can basically go around and just mess around. And I, I mean, that's what I know this game for. But I also know that you're like into stories and stuff. Yeah. Does it have like a a compelling sci fi story to go along with the craziness of this? The one thing, I, the overall story is just kind of your normal, like, we have to revolt and rise up. So basically, the EDF, which is this conglomerate that's running Mars, um, mm-hmm. are basically just giant assholes. And you decide okay. to go to Red or to Mars just to work in a mine with your brother, and you kind of get roped into being a part of the Red Faction, which, going through all the games, is basically the resistance movement on Mars is the Red Faction. And then basically, as you go through there, you're going, okay, then you kind of jump in and help end up leading the people to revolt against the EDF. And that's kind of the basic story. But what I do really, really like about this game, and it actually solves one of my issues about open worlds, is I feel like most side stuff in open worlds is not contextualized well. Where okay, it's just yeah, like, yeah. go go take this car over here. Go, go into this building and shoot these people. And it doesn't really play any role in the story. But what this does really well is every single side mission has a yeah. purpose for the story. So either you're oh, going to you're going to steal a car because it has EDF transmitters in it and you're going to reuse those later on in the game to kind of figure out their transmission codes. Or you're going to rescue people who are members of the Red Faction that the EDF has taken care of. Or you've gotten word that the EDF is going to raid this building so you need to go and protect these colonists from the EDF because the EDF really are just giant assholes. Basically the most... They're, they're space Nazis. So how, so I guess so I guess on that point, that's actually interesting because I know you're not really a fan of side missions in general. So how is that different than other side missions based on, is there like, is there repercussions for doing them or well, is there just, you just like the context? Or I, I like the context, but the way the game works is every area, there's five or six areas that you have to liberate, which is a fairly common thing in, in uh, most open world games. But I like this one because what it does is it's going, okay, you have to actually do these things to make the people of that area respond well to the Red Faction. Because you are this underground okay. resistance movement. So I feel like in a game like, I don't know, I don't even play enough open world games, like Saints Rush is like, oh yeah, our gang took over this area because we did enough bullshit. Whereas this, it feels like, okay, I rescued people in here. I destroyed a couple Red Faction buildings. Like I did the, or not Red Faction, EDF buildings. Like EDF I did buildings, these yeah. things and now these people are being liberated. So that's why I can progress through this area. So it it does feel very much just like any other open world game. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of crap to do. Some of it fun, some yeah. of it not fun. But I like the context built around it, which I think does set this game a little bit apart from the others. The overall story is just it's kind of whatever. It's it's a you're you're rising up against the space Nazis. 
It's a red faction, because I actually know you've been playing the other red faction games like fairly recently, at least dabbled them in like fairly recently as well. I mean, is it is that always just kind of story like the EDF are the bad guys and there's always a sort of small resistance group sort of thing and that's just kind of yeah that's kind of the faction. thing is you're you're trying to fight against the people who are controlling Mars. I know the next one is like yay in the end of this one like mars is in a much better place and then armageddon which is the one that comes after this which i actually haven't played but i know that's 500 years later another corporation has taken control of the mining operations on mars after so many after 500 years of free mars so i think it's just kind of that um there was one kind of cool callback in this where you could actually go to one of the original red faction facility or um mining facilities from the i don't remember if it was the first or second game but you actually had to go like into one of these things for a second it was all bombed out and clearly like been dilapidated over the years oh that's pretty cool oh yes i know the well because i actually i actually did play the original red faction back when it came out because i just remember like booting on my pc and like that when you could just blow up everything i know that i know that now they didn't have the terraforming stuff but they actually had like the big thing the big selling part of this game was always the structural destruction i guess you could blow up buildings and stuff like that so I guess because actually me and you never actually play this. I guess we should both say that like me and you never yeah. actually play this before. This. Actually, funny um, enough, I actually have it sitting on my shelf in my giant backlog of games. And it was one that I got cheap once. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get around to that someday. And then never did. <laughs> I, I thought you had this game. So I was like, so I'm surprised when you said you. No, I totally this bought this. because I was really interested in it for whatever reason. I just never bothered getting around to it. And then it kept getting yeah. pushed further and further back. But yeah, the destruction in this is, is again, one of those, as I think what really does set this game apart is you can blow up everything. And that is a tactic for everything that you're doing more so than I've seen in a lot of other games. Battlefield does a really good job of this, but I think in terms of like single player gameplay, the destruction in this works better than I've seen in almost any other game because you can take things and go completely different directions. Like there's one mission where you had to go in and assassinate a guy or kill a guy, or I don't remember, maybe it was even rescue a guy. I don't remember, but there's clearly Mm -hmm. the front door. There's a mountain behind it. And what I did is I just ran around the back, smashed the back of the building with my sledgehammer grab the yeah it was a rescue mission grab the person and just ran out the back door because i just oh that you just, just oh, took my smudge cool. hammer okay. smashed down the wall there we go like done problem solved so <laughs> um and there's another one where it's like oh yeah you got to kill these snipers on the roof and it's like okay so i've got my rocket launcher i'll just blow up the building and boop down fell the snipers and you win so you can kind of be a little bit creative with just using the destruction to your advantage it actually kind of reminds me of like the Metal Gear Solid games. I feel like a lot of open world games maybe i don't know if they're like learning from this one or just like the way open world games are sort of trended where there's like any idea you can have, like, can work. It's just, like, you know, you have to have the idea first in order to, like, actually enact on yeah. it. So, I mean, does that... So, basically, what you're saying, it's like, oh, kill these snipers. Is it clear... Is it? Does it make it... Does it burn every situation, though, down and just blow up the building? A lot of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a, a lot of them just thing, because just kinda... uh, a lot of the missions are just in the open world. There's very few, like, go into this building where the building isn't very clearly just a part of the world. So, there's never yeah, oh, that, okay, like... Yeah that hesitation of like oh i went into this building now i'm in this building it's always you're in the open world you're always doing that so a lot of the problems can be solved by just hey go blow up that building um yeah which again it does have my open world thing of just by the end of my 10 15 hours i'm going okay yep it's an open world game i've done the same thing a whole bunch like i get it (laughs) i was just about to ask like i imagine like the first three or four hours that game like pretty fun but after a while it just kind of like gets to yeah, every I think, and that's my issue with most open world games, and I don't play a ton of open world games just because of that, is I feel like by the time you get to the end, everything's just like, yep, I've done this a hundred times. I did this in the main mission. I did this in the side mission. I did this when I was driving around yeah. just having fun, and now I'm just doing it again. And it does kind of fall into that a little bit, but um, the destruction is really cool. I mean, I think 
I feel like my first couple times, you know, I tried to be really specific with it. And then at one point I just ended up with like a big, heavy armor plated vehicle. I was like, oh, but I can just ram this through the building. And sure enough, I just found out like, oh, if I just launch this into the building and then just back up and go forward a whole bunch, I can use my big giant armor (laughs) truck to just knock the building down that way. So again, it it allows for some creativity with the destruction, which I think is really cool. But yeah, I actually, I guess I guess a quick question on that, because I know this is like a PS360 game. Um, Actually, the thing that's kind of funny about like the way you've been talking is like I know this is something you still can't do in any other game. Yeah, like largely. So does it still feel? Does it feel like one of those things? Because I think when we when me and you kind of go back to games, I, at least my opinion on this is like if you go back to a game that's already been like improved upon in a number of ways, it feels dated. But because nobody's done this before, does it has it hasn't done it since? I guess does it feel does it still have like a feeling of uniqueness and uh, the destruction element does a lot of it. Like I said, does feel like Saints Row. They definitely Volition definitely stepped up the gameplay by the time you get to Saints Row Four from this, which would have been oh, you know four yeah, or five years later. Yeah. So the the basic gameplay of it, I think, is done much better than some of the Saints Row stuff. But that destruction mm-hmm. element and some of those abilities to kind of think about a different way to approach a situation because of that, I think, do make it still feel like kind of a fresh idea. It does still feel like. Yeah isn't something I've done a hundred times before. Whereas I think if you took that element out of it, it would be a very just generic, okay, yep. Open world game. This was probably really cool five or six years ago when it came out, but we've seen it done mm-hmm. over and over again. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that's actually, it's kind of interesting. Cause actually, this game has always been kind of on my radar. Cause I just remember hearing a lot about it when it first came out because of the destruction stuff. So this is a remastered version. So how is the remastering? I guess, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looks it looks like you would expect. It looks like a, it looks like a PS3 remastered game. It definitely looks a little dated. Um, yeah. Still, I mean, you can tell that it's just they didn't go through and redo everything. It's clearly just okay. We upres some stuff. We did all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. It, it by no means does it look bad, but again, just with the full on PS4 games that are out now, it does look it looks a little bit behind, but visually it doesn't look too bad um gameplay it feels great i did have some weird like technical stuff but i don't know if there's a patch coming out for it day one or not but um there were some weird like technical things where i had some slowdown and stuff in terms of just some of the gigantic scenes of destruction because there are times where you're just leveling building after building after building and it gets a little bogged down at times but um other than that it feels feels fine looks fine i mean if you think of it as a remastered ps3 game you're kind of getting what you what you would expect you know, I was kind of hoping just like at the end of this review, you would be like, just like trash this game at the end. But you're like, boy, this sounds like a real Mars turd. But then that doesn't oh, that If only anymore. we could circle it back and make that full, that's a that full circle of that joke. And it just, no, it's not quite there. It would have been a great way to bookend the, bookend the review and everything. But no, it actually sounds like pretty No, it's pretty, it's a pretty solid game. Um, if you haven't given it a shot, it's, it's cheap too. I think it's only 30 bucks. So yeah, it's, if you haven't played it before, it's a cool game. Still, still feels fairly fresh. All right, we are Workforce Gaming. If you guys like what you heard, you can always follow us at Workforce Gaming on Twitter and subscribe to us whatever you listen to us on. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.